0: If you can stop talking for 10 seconds that would be fantastic. You want to hit the start timer on there? You want to hit You want to start podcasting genius.
1: Hey if, if George Washington was alive today, I don't think he'd be able to throw a silver dollar across the Potomac.
2: Is it because he's in a coffin?
1: Because, uh, you know, a, but the judges <laughs> were going with, the dollar doesn't go as far as it used to. <laughs> the dollar doesn't go as far as it used to.
2: Okay.
1: So, Biff, why did they call Lincoln Honest Abe? What did they call uh, Lincoln Honest Abe, Jacques? Well, that's what his campaign button said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> his campaign button said, "Could use another box. <laughs> that one was for Joe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Carnival Personnel. This is your good old pal Jacques
2: uh this is biff who doesn't know why he's here
1: and and, and joe is with us not just in spirit you know uh, his his camera went away it says his name on the screen you know uh, I, well, unlike my dad i'm hoping joe will come back
0: hey, <laughs> hey. hey. Uh, hey everybody so joe pal look at my new house <laughs> that, I, that i don't own because i'm a loser who didn't plan accordingly
1: hey you know it's happened look when i was your age you know i didn't have a house either and technically i still don't everything's in her uh, name yeah, everything. Somebody else owns it. Yeah. everything uh so we just recorded next week's sideshow uh with, with a comedian praise ej just an absolute hysterical kid. I'm looking forward to that dropping. Um, you can you can find him on Instagram at I am Praise Worthy, um, and he is. You guys had a fun chat, right? Oh, it's you
0: great. He was a lot
2: yeah. of fun. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean,
0: right. uh, and and I will say I will vouch that I, you're going to get twenty uh, percent more guests on this. Or, on this <laughs> you did last
1: podcast yeah uh, yeah big shout out to biff uh, you know I, I think that's your new the, name the bump the bump the, the guardrails biff's name is now the guardrail, the guardrail. um you know what uh, a lot of a lot of crap going on in the news it's not all good we are going to start on a downer um all right last week whew, i had to help joe move to lucium
0: it's so hard to it, say goodbye
1: it was not you easy okay. <laughs> it was not easy and uh it was really fucking hard <laughs> like, <laughs> i haven't worked that i truly do not remember the last time i physically Worked that hard, and and, <laughs> and, and 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 it's like one of those things, like in a mobster movie, where they drove you out to the desert and made you dig your own grave and then fucking killed you. I I had to take my beloved museum. I set mine. We'll say ours. Like the way I won six Super Bowls with the Patriots. Yeah, you know, <laughs> congratulations,
2: by the way. <laughs> but but to be fair, considering you know how much you back check, I'm not so sure how much effort it really was. It's kind of hard to tell. So hey, yeah, hey,
1: me with the puck on my stick in the offensive zone is all the fucking back checking you need, yeah, anyway. Whatever. But it was it was physically hard. Uh, I posted a picture, and I will repost it this week after this podcast. I in the in the in the and and the bakers dozen years joe called like that place home i never exited the lucium via the bulkhead, oh, <laughs> the
0: bulkhead. And, and for good reason because it was not osha approved
1: <laughs> seriously Biff, I, did you see the picture i posted or i sent it to the group chat yeah 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 he referred to it as the tim burton staircase and Joe, Joe has his way with like, you know, painting a a picture, his prose, you know, his, his colloquialisms, I can't even say that. But when he called him that, and I looked at the stairs, and I looked at Joe, and I looked at the stairs, I'm like, all right, you're never going to say anything funnier (laughs) that you know that. And sadly, that was the only way that you could really get these boxes out. And it was, if you were working from the top step down, it, it was like missing a step. So it was two steps. Then it was a step and a half. And then it was a quarter of a step. And then it was a step, a, a, just an average step, but on a very loose board. You
0: know, I kept saying to Jacques, watch that first, second, third, and fourth step. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then when you get to the top, you think you make, you know, and look, for an old fuck like me to be carrying even a piece of paper and make that step pretty impressive but then there was this like little guard runner where the bulkhead door shut and it kind of locks you know with that once i did i just caught my toe on it uh the box of like you know gold actually gold bullion's or as we call them the formal edition master tapes from (laughs) the first sketch comedy show that Joe started that I ended up working on come episode three on, you know, just go flying all over his backyard. (laughs) Did I do that? It was, (laughs) so it was the most physical labor I've done in forever. It was soul crushing at the same time. One of the best days I had, i, I we, we you know it's just was nothing but Inco hammer way. two yeah two days
0: like they actually jock actually showed up the day that the movers were there so he was wow. just there as like dancing monkey boy like he had like no reason to be there physically except to just <laughs> sort of you know bring some levity to the situation and then uh, the next day he came back same time um and yeah it was just me uh, unloading my uh, <laughs> my video game collection from the basement of the house that i used to rent for 12 years yeah. and it was you know i i, I, I and i, and I and there is a there's a silver lining but i do want to uh, like profusely thank jock for his help because without him i probably would uh you know, have two orphan children right now. <laughs> no, no, sorry, no, not orphaned because my wife would have been alive, I guess. Or no, she would have died from the grief. I don't know. where that an analogy going, but what I'm saying is uh, You you
2: avoided uh having to have your children relive Jock's uh childhood pain is what you're saying.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um and and and, and so I immediately like after you know I treated him to lunch essentially that was like my only form of payment. Yeah. Um, at the end of the move, I asked him like, you know, so what's the crate to podcast exchange rate? Like how many podcasts now do I owe yeah. <laughs> Shock
1: for, to, <laughs> for him having to help me move? Like, you know, literally I, like 12 crates out of my basement. It, 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 it well, but again, honestly, uh, management, management a while ago, and I said this to Joe while we were moving and it was, it was at least 50 trips up that, you know, rickety staircase getting out of there. Um, and, and Joe, and as, as hard as it was for me, Joe had the, this is going pile. This is the maybe pile. This is the, I shouldn't be fucking taking this, but I'm going to pile. And this is the donate pile. Uh, it, It was a hard thing You know, he had one Sophie's choice after another, but recently management had the epiphany. We see, and and I don't know if you guys were, you know, with different people in your lives where you actually been by somebody's bedside as they're fading and they're kind of rambling to themselves. And it's these non sequitur, unconnected stories um, that just make no sense. My management figured out a little while ago, she's like, those are inside jokes with you and your loved ones. Like, like, Biff, you and I have. You know, honestly, you know, you know, I, I just tweeted it out last week, Otisburg will always be our thing, right, right, yeah. you know, right. and Joe and I, because like since 94, we've been doing the most stupid stuff in the name of comedy, <laughs> uh, you know, just just driving across country, listening to start to finish the National Lampoon Radio, our entire collection. And then that I woke up. <laughs> no, that's a line from it. And and literally I, I don't I, know it, where it, I am. If you if you got the living cast members of the National Improved Lady Hour and had them listen to Joe and I, they want to get half the references that's from their own. <laughs> At, 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 At again. it again. And so and then Ellen and I, we have and I mean this. you know you, you and your significant others you and your kids you have these movies that are yours you have these moments right. that are yours and with and with management and i i'm dead serious the people who worked on on uh sunny with a chance of meatballs cloudy with a chance of meatballs yeah, yeah. mega mind and monster's vs. aliens if they if they had any idea how much we have these little things between us where we say it and, yeah. and and you know, management. The other day, like, you know, we, we were sitting on the couch, and she accidentally, like, just smacked me. Like, it literally. It look, she accidentally hits me all the time. The Freudian, cops have been here.
0: we was a Freudian smack?
1: We've got. <laughs> and and there's a line from you know from Son, you know, Claudia with the chest and meatballs, which is like, it's okay, it's just pain, and it fucking hurt when she hit me. But I said it with that cadence, and oh my god, she. The next day, the next morning, she was in the kitchen getting ready to go, and she played it through her head again how I had said that in the moment, and she's like, "It took her five minutes to compose herself." So she figured out that that's what you know those were. So Joe and I, oh, by spent the point, I two I, days.
0: I, yeah, I just wanted to say, can you turn off your background because you oh. you literally keep disappearing like your father. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and it, I never thought I wa- I never thought I'd say this, but I want to see more Jacques i want to i want to see that pretty face because you keep dipping in and out there you are
1: <laughs> yeah. yes. okay so we're up to three my dad leaving references i i don't where's the record i i have the book somewhere there, <laughs> i'm going but, for 10 baby but seriously as as and i told joe like the first day when i was going home i'm like dude you have to drink a lot of water take ibuprofen now and i'm dead serious take drink you know eat some mustard like just eat whatever with the because that helps with you know not like cramping up because but i'm telling you as much as it was backbreaking and sad it was two days of joe and i just not having a conversation you know <laughs> just right. one reference point at, and and i'm gonna say you know a third of the stuff not video game related in Joe's basement. Yeah. Somehow either we bought it someplace or he was there or he took a picture of was buying it, or I gave him at one point. And so it was heartbreaking, physically demanding, and just so much fun. I will say I did help a lot that first day. I made a couple trips, okay. but at, at the same time, Joe, oh, Joe pulled the fast one on his old buddy, shock. Joe, uh, Joe told me that my bike was stolen, that somebody took it to the basement of the Alamo. <laughs> and, and that's a reference for us. Uh, Joe asks if I could run a, 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 and go get a case of water. If, 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 I, if, if I'm at your house and you ask me to run a case of water, is that really a big deal?
2: Um. Well, we don't buy water. No, no. But if you if you
1: if you yeah, said yeah, okay. it's yeah. not a big deal, right? No, you, no. you wouldn't feel bad sending me to. So I, yeah. I run out to get oh, and I'm walking through the store, and By the way, i wanted through, to get a
0: case of water so I have water to give to the movers to, to the movers. Right, right, right,
1: right. So I'm like, okay, you know, here are the here are the real heroes of the day, and these guys were, these guys were fucking rock yeah. stars. Holy shit, uh, you know the shit they were. Mo- Anyways. I'm walking to the store. I'm walking to the store. Uh, you know, I, I I see like these jugs of water, like gallon jugs. I can't. I ask some dumb pimply-faced kid. He's like, "Oh, maybe I have some it back." And he's like, he never shows back up, like my dad. And then uh, and then I'm like, and then somebody working for like Pepsi or or who was stocking the shelves, okay. who doesn't work there, goes, "Oh, dude, you you're not allowed to sell cases of water in Arlington." You know how some places you can't have, you know, single-use plastic bags, Biff? Right, 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 right. There's a, there's a, there's a town ordinance that you cannot sell cases of water. So I literally walked around that store. There's oh, so no basement there, right. in the Alamo. That's funny. Yeah. yeah.
0: So when you came back with like these big, you know, like 40s, you know,
1: like I, I pulled went up <laughs> with my homies of water 40s of water yeah. you know and then uh but it oh, was a
0: liquor store next door you, can't, you, can't, you, can't.
1: you know like everybody makes fun
2: of you know stupid california laws but i think most of the laws in california are actually pretty okay whereas i go to like places in like you know the, these older places and
0: you're those laws are just whacked you know like what about south carolina where you can't sell like they can only sell like nips and bars or serve. right nips- hey, 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 hey i'm <laughs> right here <laughs> Can't it's 2023 it. joe gosh darn it Jeez. i'm sorry i'd like to hi my name is joe and i like to oh no
1: no you're you, you 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 did it you got canceled, yeah. <laughs> you canceled yourself and now you're uncanceled <laughs> okay great you know you're like night court you're back and yeah. maybe maybe even better than ever and, um, and half of me is dead yeah um <laughs> uh, so it is funny so joe he's in a new place uh you know, he um, he has a lot of stairs to get up. And the second day, after like the second trip, I could only get up two flights. And I'm like, can I leave this here? And Joe's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Yes, you can leave it. I've forgotten <laughs> that there were
0: like, you know, two extra sets of stairs that you had to maneuver to get to my – where my bedroom
1: is going to be yeah there's a there's a there's like a second living room one is you know there's two bedrooms up there and a a second living room and it's like and it's the old staircases so like you Mm. take four or five steps and it's a turn and four or five steps and it's a turn in these big boxes and i just couldn't do it i just i just couldn't do it and then it's funny it's like the second day we went and we got one of his kids from school it was like Oh, thank God. Like like just having that hour break driving there and back. It was like this respite. And it's funny because I, I do. I make a trip and I'm carrying stuff up and his son just got home from school. I'm carrying it. And it's uh, Joe. He had a lamp. Me, me, I had a lamp. And he's like, Oh, that goes in my bedroom. And I just held it out. Like, okay, you're going to come get this. Cause I can't move another <laughs> inch. Like I, I would happily do it an hour ago, uh, two hours ago. But at this point in time, uh,
0: say, I've never felt so young being next to Jacques, like, you know, like in that state of being, because, you know, I was going up and down the stairs you know i was huffing and puffing i'm an out of shape middle-aged guy but i'm a 45 year old so i got a few years on
1: I, I would make a I would make a couple trips up and i'd be like yep i'm gonna play one round of uh of uh, of a candy crush and then i'm gonna go make a couple more trips but it's like you know it's like i look i was doing that for you it, you know, for you to have to explain to my children at the wake, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but, yeah. but it was it was it was sad, but so much fun. Like it was physically exhausting. It was soul crushing, sad, but yeah, you know, maybe. But yeah, I mean, the real the real crates
0: we moved were the friends we made along the way.
1: <laughs> you know, right? uh so uh my stand-up update again we talked to praise next week he's a kid that i i see on a regular basis and he he is the and 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 i'm not to say that the couple there's a couple more people i want to have on um there's one kid who's who might be coming up who's i'm I'm just gonna say it's special like like Mm -hmm. he is somebody is like oh fuck you know if he if he stays the course, he, he's going to do something. Yeah. Uh, but praise is praise is in that category. Yeah. You know, he yeah. really, really is. Um, uh, but my, my thing, um, you know, I'm all focused in three days from this podcast dropping, I'm doing my second real show, um, at Mondo comedy, and it's a 12 to 15 minute set. Um, and, uh, and again, Apologies. And a 60
2: to... to 75 minute drive
1: No, no, luckily <laughs> no. this isn't Lowell This is like oh, okay. yeah. and, and it's a nice place And um, and, and it's good and it's bad Because I I didn't get a chance to tell anybody When I did the last show It it happened Like, you know, my buddy huh. I was ta- I, It's like, I was talking to Greg The guy who runs it Who's been on the podcast Greg right, Bogus, right, right, right.
2: We're bogus yeah.
1: And he's like, oh, you're doing the show I'm like, oh my god I'm so sorry I'm going to miss this I'm going to go do open mic in new hampshire tonight and he's like yeah come here and do five seven minutes i'm like um okay oh okay you know <laughs> and, and 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 like i said i fucked up and did well enough where he's like yeah come back he, every he doesn't want like the same people you know every month and i get it so it's like he goes yeah you know why don't you come back in february and do like you know 12 15 minutes and so uh unfortunately now people know and i have actual friends coming and you know uh my sister and her husband came last time and she's like oh i'm gonna bring you know a couple of my cousins and stuff like that and then it's and now i'm going through the list it's like do i want to tell this joke about this in front of them you know type but it's and but because i know i've been doing this for the last few weeks so i I had about a 25 minute set that I was whittling down and I was kind of hoping other stuff had hit over the last couple of weeks. But unfortunately some of the stuff that's been getting the bigger, better laughs are the stuff that I kind of don't want to tell in front of my wife's <laughs> friends, you know, and, uh, and, but, and, and the and Joe, he did, he said I it like
0: preface every one of those bad jokes with a you know, joke. My stupid friend Joe told me <laughs> I really don't want to say it, but you know what?
1: So so, when we talk in a couple of weeks, I will have – you guys would have seen it. I will post it, but that's my thing. Let's see. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to apologize first. When I worked for the arena football team here, I had this amazing team around me. It was a shitty situation, but it was great. And, and, and I told the kids this who worked with me at the time. Um, uh, You know, I, I was their pseudo-boss, but I don't even like saying that because we were okay. completely a team. Right, right. All of them, except this kid, Donnie, has come on the podcast. Um, you know, okay. and I told like Rodney. Rodney came to the Lucian. He's a huge, yeah. Yeah. probably, I don't know if he's a bigger game show fan than Joe, but it, it's, it's a fucking neck and neck race. We
0: need to have Rodney back
1: on. We definitely want, it's honestly, Biff, if you go back and listen to the episode, he does have a voice I, look, I, I'm an atheist, yeah. but he has the voice of God like his, you know, yeah. he's a PA announcer. Uh, yeah. We had Matt, you know, Mahogany Matt, who I'm doing stand up with, who's like, you know, who lives in a funeral home his whole life. He was on, you know, of course, just one of the greatest guys I know. Price is right. AJ Price, you know, he, <laughs> he he another kid who came to the lucium and, and was a the we, one we person. Yeah, I just posted that. Right. And so. I had this wonderful team and I've told them, it's like, okay, a couple things. First of all, if you guys continue to work in sports, you will never work for a worst organization. Hey, you got it. (laughs) Biff, hand to Batman. I'm not kidding. I've I've been in the middle of it. It wasn't in retrospect In the middle. I'm like, if if you guys get through this season, second, because the organization is so fucked up and there's no management structure outside of me, you guys are getting to do stuff you want to do at a well-run team like like the echl hockey team that shares the building you you would have to intern and then move out. you want to be doing this job for two or three seasons let alone let alone doing the two jobs that you're doing that you want to do either one for three seasons. You're not only doing them, we're dependent on you to do them and we're dependent on you to do them well, to get the show on Nesson, to get the jumbotron working. So these kids walked away with real experience. And here's the other thing. We're all on a text. Thread. I talked to AJ on a regular basis, you know, Rodney, Matt and I are, and Donnie are on a regular text, thread. Not as much as, you know, you, you Biff and Joe yeah, and the hockey right. guys, but. A daily thing, you know, back and forth. Well, Donnie reached out to me a while ago, uh, about two years, three years before COVID, his baseball team, the baseball team, the Worcester Bravehearts he works for, hosted a job fair. For high school seniors and college kids in sports marketing and management, and uh-huh. also had like you know fifteen twenty local minor league teams and the Celtics and the Patriots. Like, right, right. It's a job fair thing, and it right, right. It, it shut That's down. Cool. It shut yeah. down because of COVID, right. and so Donnie, who's now the assistant GM, like dude, he's he's fuck, he's twenty four. Maybe. Okay, okay. And he put it together this year, but he ran nice. the whole, uh, nice. s- over 700 attendees
2: Nice,
1: and he put it, you know, it's, you know, I commented on, on LinkedIn. I, I said a couple of nice things. He, he asked me to come. He wanted me to be on a panel when he first asked me and I didn't right. know my travel schedule, but I'm like, if I'm in town, yeah. I will be there. I actually brought my oldest kid who's like 15 right. He was 10 when I ran the football team and he liked it. He, you know, he was a run. He actually was a PA. He, he, I gave him 50 bucks a game. He knows these guys, these guys love them. They've always, but I wanted him to see what this is about. And it was, I, I have no, 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 no blood relation or, or by marriage is Donnie in any way connected to me. Uh, Donnie is introduced and gets up to the mic to start this whole thing. And honestly, I'm I'm welling up. I'm I I i, try, <laughs> I, I I'm not kidding. Like like to have seen, you know, when we, we hired a person yeah. to do the in-studio in host stuff. And right. after the first game, that guy called and says, I can't do it. This isn't me. I don't have the chops. There's a kid in the hallway watching one of the vendors' merch tables. Right. They, they, one of those. Paul LaGua maybe signed merchandise. <laughs> right, 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 right. right. <laughs> maybe it was Julia Edelman who signed it. Maybe it was Paul LaGua. Uh, uh, maybe it
2: was Julia Edelman. Who knows? But uh, this
1: this guy had like tangently, tangential true. connections to old Pats. And it's like, I will bring this Patriot player here if I can set up my merch stand. So it was uh, So he... Um, so so do- Donnie is watching this guy's fucking table. Right, right. So the kid says, "Look, maybe talk to that kid." So Donnie is a sophomore in college at that point, but he's also four years into working for the Worcester Bravehearts as a so- as a sophomore and junior. When the team came, he went to the right. team and said, "How can I work here? What can I do? Yeah. Your games aren't broadcasted anywhere. Can I broadcast them on Facebook?" And the owner's like. Yeah, why not, kid? That's fucking great. (laughs) By the time he graduates high school, he's running the social media page for the team. Nice. Uh, He, a legit, legit, not a summer internship. Oh, isn't this nice? So by the time, you know, as a freshman at Babson College, he went to a job fair. The guy at the Celtics had nothing, had absolutely nothing, but was impressed with Donnie and says, look, it's not a paid job, but do you want to sell 50-50 raffle tickets at the game? And Donnie was smart enough to say, huh, that's a that's 41 home games that I get to see the Celtics play for free. <laughs> yeah. and, and he lives in Boston because that's yeah. where the school. And so he's worked for the Celtics all these years. He works with Braveheart. So by the time I have my first phone call with them, I'm like, yeah, this kid's going to be fucking fine. And yeah. everything. Again, because the thing was so fucked up, he started as a host by the fourth game. Truly, by the fourth game, him and AJ Price were running the team. Nice, I I, nice. I I showed up. I sat next to Rodney. I had the timing sheet. It's like I had the reads in front of me. I'm like I was, you know, I had the headphones, so I was talking to the 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 nesting guys, the radio guys, the jumbotron guys, everything else. And and we would have two hundred kids coming in and out of the tunnel on the field for this or that or this this game or that game. It was all it was all AJ. It was all Donnie, and so here it is. A few years later, Donnie's running this job fair at Worcester State University. Yep. Seven hundred attendees, like thirty-six schools and professional teams. Again, from from the Celtics yep. to to the to the uh, MLS team, the Revolution, the Patriots, and other other teams in his baseball league from the other side of the state were sending mm. recruiting. You know, um, you know, for summer jobs and stuff like that. And I'm sitting there listening to Donnie and honestly just trying to hold it together. I, I, I just felt so proud and just so. No, that's, fucking happy for well, that's him
2: been, that's been you know, fantastic right you know
1: and I but did now it. we
0: don't even need to have Donny on the podcast because no and it's a, why a why is he the <laughs> only one who
1: like we had Matt we had AJ everybody but fucking? but I brought uh, I brought my I brought my oldest who's 15. Yeah, because and, it's too busy to do you know like, yeah right he's doing real work well yeah. he, so yeah. here's the he, guys here's the fucked up thing so I see him and by the way I posted it it's the first time I had when I lived in Qatar. I had a meeting at the U.S. Chamber of Commerce in Doha, Qatar, and that's the first time I wore a tie. At that point, I hadn't worn a tie in my in my youngest kid's lifetime, and I remember coming out of the bedroom wearing a suit. and He's like, he's six, he's five, he's five, and he's like. Papa, is that your Bruce Wayne costume? He's so- <laughs> and that's when I won life. That that's when I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to pull the card to the bridge embankment. He literally, and so I, I wear a tie. You know, my, my oldest guy wore a tie, and we went to this. And when we checked in, Johnny's like, "Oh, everything's at that table. They're waiting for you, the VIP table." I go over, and it's a kid who works for him. Donnie did a podcast a year ago, and he's like, "Oh, blah bu- blah." Bu- Oh, you're Jacques. You did Donnie's podcast. You talked about, and the kid was, talked to me for like 15 minutes. And I'll tell you, there was about five or six times people who recognized me, pulled me aside, or different owners of teams who I've talked with or worked with in the past. And it was really great. It's the first time that my kid got to kind of see me in a real work environment. They see me at home. Right they see you know it's like they don't remember like when 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 you and i took them to see rat at the nascar thing like sure okay there's yeah. great photos of that with you and the band and the boys no i didn't they, go to that one no, though you didn't you took me was uh was uh, actually it
2: wasn't it was actually uh billy ray was
1: the one that i went to oh right 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 billy right 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 billy ray uh and, and so so but you've been to the they've yeah, been to okay. all that they don't uh, remember yeah. They don't remember that. They they do remember the candy cart that got wheeled into the VIP car, and, and they're like, <laughs> and, and should. And again, Tristan's like five. And he's like, "Can we have any money?" And I'm like, "Oh no, it's free." What what can we have? And when the woman's like, "Whatever you want, sweetheart," it's like, "I got oh, go a <laughs> <through you, dude.
2: laughs>
1: yeah." Seriously, thank you, Joe. So, like I said, um. Uh, I, I already posted it. I'll repost it. But but what Donnie yeah. did, it, it, it's and and honestly, it's just and and he profusely thanked me, you know, on social media and stuff. It's like, dude, yeah. I had one phone call. I'm like, this kid's gonna make yeah. me look good, and I stayed the fuck out of the way. I did nothing except, sure, you can take this shit work off my shoulders and go do it. And he did it. And honestly, where he is now, where he's gonna be, a, a truly. And it was great for you know it was great and then it, it's funny because there's a question and answer and the keynote speaker is the athletic director at uh, Holy Cross and there's kind of a lull in the question and I raised my hand and Donnie came over because you know he's moderating and okay. hands me the mic and I asked a question that kept the conversation going. And, and, and as he's answering, Don, it's like, oh, you just bailed me out. And I said, no, dude, this. And then, I, and then great, you know, my my oldest kid, he's like, he gets to see. It's like, oh, right. He's not just a piece of shit. And then it was, <laughs> it was funny because I mentioned something, you know, I, I, about, about cover letters. And then this, this, this sweetheart, this girl comes over and she's like, yeah, you know, she, she's in that, she's in that space where I don't have much on a resume. I'm trying to get jobs in this in the sports world but it's the whole catch 22 you know and it's like and 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 how important are cover letters and i gave her a piece of advice to cover letters, and i told you know i told them later it was a little different than what the keynote speaker thrown out and i said whether she takes my advice or not when she writes a cover letter 20 years she's going to remember what i said um because i told her it's like i've never not got an interview for a job that i applied for because my cover letter, no matter what job, the last 40 years has simply said, I would shovel roadkill for the opportunity to talk to you about <laughs> this. <laughs> and, 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 and like, like, but everybody else is throwing pros and, oh, and yeah, 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 your organization, yeah. uh, whatever. What's going to make them turn the page? It's like, okay, this, w- and and literally he didn't do it intentionally, but another podcast guest, Chris Barrick, in the you know the carnival personnel resident evil uh senior resident evil correspondent when he sent a cover letter when he was 18 and it was just so it wasn't written in crayon but maybe it was we're like <laughs> we're like fuck it we're having this guy in because this is going to be a ride and then you know 20 years later i'm still working with the kid so it, so anyways i babble enough uh donny has to come on the podcast um I'm not a baseball fan, or oh, I'm not a Red Sox fan. I'm a baseball fan. I will literally drive and pay to go see Single A Worcester Red Sox, Oh, Worcester, uh, Worcester Bravehearts, uh, right. rather that than free box tickets to Fenway to see. And I'm not kidding. If, given the option, one or the other, I'm gonna drive to Worcester and watch. You know the Worcester Bravehearts.
0: Uh, breaking news. This is breaking news. Jacques has not stopped babbling. There will be more babbling. This is true.
1: Well, you know, I didn't cut him
2: off because it was a you know nice thing about somebody else. It's not something other, whatever stuff. So I wasn't a little, I did go, go ahead and let him go for a little while, but yeah. Okay. He, a while. Oh, here, here,
1: here, here, here we go, Joe. The Last of Us, go.
0: Uh, the Last of Us. What a great uh, video game series. And I like it. Uh, it's two games. And uh, there's a new HBO show that's up to episode, I think six by the time this drops. Uh, And um, The Last of Us is a tale about uh, a man who has to deal with a a pandemic that um, strikes in the year 2003. Uh, This fungus infests uh, the the food supply, Mm. and uh, people ingest it. And uh, when they do, it turns them into these monsters. The fungus gets basically takes over the body, and nice. you know treat the, they, and then they infect other people by biting them like a zombie. Um, and it, yeah, it's 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 chaotic at the beginning. Uh, you see, you know, you see him and his family life, and then you see twenty years later and how he's you know surviving with his you know new companion, uh, a guy named Joel. And played by uh, Pedro Pascal, a.k.a. Um, the Mandalorian or, um, yeah, right. or or Narcos, if you remember Narcos. Yep. Um, great show. Um, episode, I will, no spoilers, but episode three will make you weak openly. And you will. <laughs> win.
2: I, I did see a lot of that on the on the socials where like that episode three had a lot of reaction. It's like, yeah. I don't have HBO Max. I don't know if I want to pay for HBO Max, but, uh, you know.
0: Well, hey, lucky for you, HBO Max just went up an extra dollar a month. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great now. time.
2: You know, yeah, buy and, high. And, yeah, buy yeah high. And, and
0: they're cutting stuff. Like, you've never, you know, like, they they've cut, like, you know, stuff that they used to offer. Half oh. of that stuff's gone now. So don't worry. You'll, you know, oh. half like the DC stuff is gone. Half of the Looney Tunes stuff. Is, 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 that, gone. is, that, what the, is that what you call less is more? Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're getting less and paying more. Right. So, but, uh, Yeah.
0: What about The Last of Us? Jack? did you have something to say about that? No,
1: no, but I wanted you yeah. to talk about, is this, and, and honestly, is this the first video game adaptation that is a home run? Like start to finish so far.
0: I mean, it's very good. I mean, it helps that the creator of the video game is... is Basically, the video game was just a medium for the creator. I'm blanking on his name. Neil something. Um, Neil Simon. Yes, exactly. Neil Simon. Good old Neil Simon. He went from, you know, uh, the Odd couple couple to this. Um, I mean, he basically wanted... if you play the video games, it's basically like a, a TV series uh, okay. or like a limited type series. Um, that he, so that whole that whole storytelling method was in the video games to begin with. So this is more of like a pared down, slightly altered uh, Reader's Digest version of the video game series. But they're hitting all the beats well. Um, it's, it's well acted. It's masterfully written. Um, yeah, but as far as your question is, is this like a, the first video game adaptation of the Home Run? So
2: you're saying it's better than Mario. With well, the, uh... <laughs> but
1: the, so we, we don't know, know
0: what the Super Mario Brothers movie is like
1: but the fans it's it's in the high 90s on rotten tomato and it's funny because i love the show mythic quest on apple tv plus it's based on it's essentially it's the office inside world of warcraft and this past season one of the big storylines is They got an offer to do a $200 million adaptation of the game for a movie. And the guy who created the game is like, no, like like, that kills games in the whole joke. And it's true. It's like you might make a series that people who don't play the game love, you know, but the people who play the game, your bread and butter are like, fuck this. I'm done with the franchise. You know, you sold out. You killed your soul. I'm not coming back. I'm going to. Right. That,
0: I guess because The Last of Us was unique in that it was essentially a movie in the form of a video game that sort of lent itself to make it easier to transition into like a TV series, you know, whereas like, you have a game like Super Mario Brothers, where it's yeah. an abstract. And it's, it has multiple iterations over decades. And then like, you know, tw- you know uh, well, the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1990, Three, that was like you know infamously bad because right they just Nintendo didn't know how to they didn't know what they were doing. As Such far as a waste piloting. of a great uh, talent in Bob Hoskins, right? It was exactly. Bob Hoskins, right? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Bob Hoskins was drunk on set most of the time <laughs> as he because, should have been <laughs> because yeah, there there are stories about how him and he and John Leguizamo, who played Luigi in the movie, oh. basically like they had to like they filmed a lot of this a lot of that movie was shot in like a warehouse in North Carolina in the middle of summer. Oh, geez. And it was, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, there's, there's, there's documentaries about the, that. Movie
1: and we did a whole on episode that. on it. We did yeah. a whole episode. But
0: my point is, is that, you know, you can take, you know, an abstract movie or an abstract video game like that and turn it into whatever, you know, if you're not familiar with the source material or have no reverence for the source material where the last of us, is like okay. It started out as like a uh, uh, kind of like a movie or a TV series yeah. in the video game format, and now we're just you know taking it out of yeah. the players' hands and then just right. telling a, a more compelling yeah. version of the story. By the way, if we're talking about video game stuff, real quick, see the trailer for the Tetris movie that's coming out on Apple TV. Uh, are you no. kidding? No, there's a movie about the the making. Oh, of, oh okay. Of, of so Tetris. But okay. it's a, it's. A, it, it's it it takes place in you know cold war era russia and it's about a swedish um like a swedish uh, marketing man who, chef oh yes the swedish chef <laughs> um yeah before yes, yeah, before this guy starts ikea he decides to right, take tetris from no, it, it tells a story of like how they basically markets tetris from the um from you know, the Soviet Union, this one programmer from the Soviet Union, and, and marketing it to the US and Japan and the world basically. All but right. it plays out like an action movie. Like No, <laughs> I, 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 trailer. it looks really cool. Wow.
1: I, I will check that. I, I will definitely, but I, I, you know, my, my family other than me started watching that because my oldest kid, that was one of his favorite games like two years ago. Uh-huh. So mom carved our time and the little guy watched it and they got to episode three or four and I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll watch it. So the other night I ended up watching episode one and then episode five dropped and they're like, oh, we'll wait for you to catch up. And I'm like, nah. I'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah. Just, 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 and I, I. So I haven't seen two, three, and four, and I oh. don't know if I want to because, just like, watch the fucking thing. Man. I know, what? I know. You? just look, watch it. Look, I remember, like last year, yeah. the little guy and mo- his mom watched all of Squid Game, and I watched seventy percent of Squid Game. I couldn't take certain things. I, I, I can't take uh, certain things. Yeah. And but one night she carried him to bed, and he was just soup. It was – I don't know if you guys watched all the Squid game, but oh, it was. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Marbles.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a Marbles episode, yeah. and he was just – I mean, honestly yeah. – inconsolable and yeah. and the way joe talked about episode three i don't know if management can physically carry me from the couch upstairs and it's deal beautiful. with that
0: it's a beautiful okay. it's a beautiful type of cry it's not a yeah. oh yeah. What a, you know okay go, it, it, it's just like the way that they they took the hour and 17 minutes and just made it like you know you, you're you introduced to these characters and then by the end you don't want you, you, you're, you you're 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 in completely invested in these characters
1: okay okay i i i I, on that recommendation um we already talked a little bit about stand-up but uh guys i'm a lot more like rodney dangerfield than you think first of all got into stand-up comedy very very late Uh secondly no respect third
0: Third, you wear a a bathrobe (laughs) with no underwear (laughs)
1: And, and fourth i'm going back to school I'm uh, I'm going to U Lowell next Friday or this Friday after this drops. I don't, I don't want to brag. I got into yeah. U Lowell. Uh, management opens the National Grid bill a couple weeks ago, and there's like, hey, we're looking for people to do a research study. On this day, because you're a national grid, you know, smell well, like gas to you, right? Thank you. <laughs> so, so she, she tells me, it's like, oh, you might get a text message. I signed you up to go do this thing. Nice. <laughs> and and the guy called and I actually, he called right when Joe and I were, uh, unloading the windowless van at, uh, at the first stop, um, uh, to put stuff in his mom's garage. And that's when I, I had a phone call. I had to do a pre-screening thing. To see if i qualify so next friday i'm going back to school i'm going to Ulol. that's where they're having it it's like a three-hour thing for like you know 200 bucks and it's Are like testing
0: new yeah. gas smells like, you know, I mean like, we, we're, we're, we're toying with raspberry you so. know
1: <laughs> i think you heard part of the conversation the guy's like part of the questions is like how often do you watch the news i'm like uh enough where i know the government's trying to take my stove and the guy just busted up laughing the guy's like okay so you do watch the news and you know <laughs> and it's like yeah because we have um uh, we have you know the way it works here is we have natural gas uh from national grid and then electric from national grid as well but it's it's one company but we get two bills it's a separate thing but anyways yeah. so yeah like i said we have ever source <laughs> uh so i don't know if you i don't know if you qualify for the research site but i'll put in the good word they have another the one so yeah so i i finally got into a division one school <laughs> at least for three hours next week so so that 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 well, that's i hope the- you pass the audition <laughs> and yeah. uh you know it's funny because i i had text out i didn't even put this on the rent up but really quickly i said i found out um a couple of weeks ago when I took the little kid to his field trip, uh, it was a citywide sixth grade field trip to the ULO women's basketball game. And I saw a flyer that it was st- it was great. Oh, it literally was a lot of fun. It was it was a lot and great and great for them because. I'm I'm not being funny when I say this. They play UMaine. It was a Division One women's NCAA game. They usually don't play in front of 2,000 people. You know, so it, it, it may be a tournament or something. So it was nice at a random Wednesday afternoon. But there was a flyer that that coming f- Saturday was Yulol, Mass. Oh, fuck. I can't remember who they played. But it was Star Wars night. And I didn't want to tell the little guy. So, but about like, you know, an hour before. I said to him, I'm like, hey, Squish, do you want to go see the college hockey game? Because Joe went to a game with us last year, and it's fun. The look of contempt of no, like, like the audacity that I would ask him, such a question like how dare you sir and i'm like it's star wars night cut to you know he, yeah. there he is with his homemade like rebel alliance shirt like he did his right. his mom made him he has a 300 dollar jet outfit but he loves his homemade like re- his his lightsaber and we were there and he had the best time and he, he was really impressed we're sitting on the other side of the stadium but College hockey is just a great environment, but a fucking college, live college band. at yeah. Oh, and, and they did. And they weren't just playing like the title theme and the Empress March and the duel of fate. Mm. They played a song and I, I, I know it, but I didn't know the name. And he's like, Oh, this is, this, this is when Anakin, and I'm like, okay. So, you know, it's 80% attendance, 75% attended, but we walked over. And we sat for the next like period right next to the band. And nice. I, I put a clip out there. Oh, and, and I, I leaned, you know, we were right next to them. And I leaned over during a break and there was a couple, you know, a couple of the brass players. And I'm like, how many songs did you guys learn for this? And the girl, she was such a sweetie. She's going through the book. of like, here's the regular songs. Of the band, and counting the number of different <laughs> Star Wars music. And there was 14 different songs that they had. So you know, coincidence.
2: Uh, I think tomorrow night is the uh, Star Wars night at the uh, at the old Crypto. Ah, I, know, I think the I think you get the uh, free Grogu mug if you're oh. the first ten, well, among the first ten thousand in the building.
1: So who who has Taylor's tickets?
2: I have no idea. They're playing Arizona, so not surprised. Uh, you know, yeah, that's a,
1: that's when they do. And, yeah, it was, dude. It was so much fun, and they had the um. And you guys have heard of it? It's a 501 allegiance, a 501. It's it's that Star Wars group. They're internationally known, dude. They're amazing. And they're like, it's so funny. Uh, John Favreau uses them, and Star and the Mandalorian. They're
0: like a troop of cosplayers who like dress up as stormtroopers. Right?
1: And, and and all kinds of stormtroopers but it's it's absolutely you know Star Wars movie level caliber cosplaying and it's funny because they didn't have the budget like somebody had suggested it to them there's a there's a shot at the end of season 1 of the Mandalorian where it's like 300 stormtroopers it's like they're surrounded they're yeah. not you're not getting the fuck out of here and they're yeah. like oh how do we pare this down how do we and somebody said it's like Call those guys. Like, it, it's like, like, you don't they, have they, to... Yeah, they they bring their... It's a BYOC. Let's bring your own yeah. costume.
2: And, wonder, yeah, you dude, know, my he, old employer had one of those Star Wars nights and there was like, they just had this troop of people and I was wondering where they... yeah i wonder if it's the
1: same kind of thing and 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 with the mandalorian like so so these guys got this sag minimum you know to to show up but they're not paying you to travel but there are people in this legion who drove down from sacramento came in from phoenix came in you know from all these places and dude you get to be
0: in an actual
1: right and so so rarely in life do you have a win-win and so these people came um my little guy's favorite star wars thing is star wars rebels and there it 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 did well when it came out but it didn't you know set the world on fire like the mandalorian did but it started to pick up traction over the last couple years and there was a couple characters from that and i mean just absolutely like alien creatures with with you know but the makeup was so it was great he he just had and it was great cuz then it turned out the game was really it was one of those games before it was okay but then you had four lead changes inside 7 minutes yeah you, you know they came back from a two the home team came back from a two goal deficit and they're up by one and then they give up two goals and the, it was and he didn't want to leave it was such a great you know it it, it was it was dude it yeah. was a great night uh yeah. so yeah because like um a long long time so whenever
2: either episode six or seven came out my old employer had this thing where they got somebody from uh uh the ilm right industrial light and magic yep. to come over and then they did a uh kind of a making of the movie kind of a thing did a lot of technical stuff you know uh, for that movie it was you know kind of a cool thing uh, no cameras allowed, so I don't have any footage of it. But you know,
1: well, then it didn't a, happen. If you didn't no, put it on Snapchat, well, it, if it's not on Snapchat, then if it didn't happen, I you know. actually have
2: photos of the uh, the people though. But you know, the, but All not right. not on the actual event the event inside. So. The
0: Snapchat also deletes after twenty four
1: hours. I don't know. That it- <laughs> oh, Rocky Old Santa. Um, I just want to touch on a couple political things just really quick because the State of the Union was two weeks ago. I'm not getting into the buffoonery. Uh, I couldn't even take it. I ended up telling a couple friends and putting a couple things on mute on Twitter for a few days. Yeah, we all saw the same picture of the buffoon yelling. But I just want to give a shout out to how dark Biden played when he made the reference about like, you know, hey, not all of them, but some of the people on the other side of that want to cut Social Security. People like, yeah. And he basically brokers a deal for the mic as as Mike McCarthy is trying to shut his people off. Yeah. And he's like... Yeah, Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy's like, so we have a deal. It's like... And then the next day, it's like, yeah, he put up with the buffoonery. He knew it, but he baited them. He put yeah. the... He's like, hey, I'm not saying it's all of you. I'm not even saying it's just a couple... No, no, no. And I forget, I think it's Mike Lee who was screaming, and they ca- I saw the side-by-side thing on every news channel and on every social media, him yelling that it's like, no one's cutting social media. Cut to a campaign speech he gave like a year ago saying, we're going to sunset this thing. This thing's going away in five years. We're done with these entitlements. It's like, anyways, but Biden did that, and uh, and Biff, you know, you're a scientist guy. You you into a science college with a lot of sciencey people what the hell is with all the uh shooting down of weather balloons and a real actual spy balloon what are your thoughts on that
2: i mean I, so the funny thing that i thought was that apparently they had a more precision radar i want to say that was detecting more things so i'm thinking also, oh, you guys were like you had the slacker radar before so like <laughs> things are just floating by all the time and now that they had this big thing that, you know, people could just see, oh, we better tune up our radar. And, oh my God, look at all these things floating around.
0: Right. It's kind of like, we, we finally like, you know, after 20 years of wearing the old glasses, our <laughs> uh, prescription upgraded and are like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. that ugly. You know, that kind of thing. So yes. Yeah, you're right. It was kind of like, oh, then now I think there's going to be a slow moving process to maybe change the regulations as to how these balloons are allowed to fly around. You know, like there's so many weird, like, you know, unidentified objects in the air that, you know, kind of fly in that little stratosphere.
2: (laughs) My Uh, personal feeling though on it is, yeah, you know what? I I care a lot less about those things. You know what I really care about, at least in California, is getting some kind of control over those stupid drones. And the reason why I give a crap about drones in California is because these these freaking asshats fly their drones during California wildfire, and when they detect a drone in the air, they have to freaking ground, like, the aircraft that's oh, basically... Oh,
1: right. That's coming to put out the air. fire. Oh, my
2: God. So yeah
1: so when the, like- when the jewish space laser makes it fire in, in california as we've heard no that's that's awful i did not know yeah. about that yeah. i mean the the first one though the chinese you know spy balloon yeah. it you know it's it's sad that it's like you know all all, all all the gq peers taking pictures of themselves with their like you know guns like i'm gonna shoot this thing down you know um and then it turns out it's like yeah there was three during the last administration that yeah the pentagon's like yeah nothing happened so we didn't want to worry people um and then you know but it is it's interesting it's interesting that like china's I, I'm, like
2: so I, i'm kind of wondering like so what do they think they're able to see with these you know these uh, balloons right
0: that like people just can't see already otherwise you know it, like- and by the way i do want to mention one thing i, I maybe i'm Projecting or something, I'm putting something out there that's not real. But I noticed that uh, I'm, I'm not uh, how do I say this, the, the news lately has been a lot freer or seems a lot freer to say Chinese spy balloon, like the, yeah. the phrase Chinese right. spy balloon right. kind of rolls off the tongue. A- amidst all this sort of like anti Asian sentiment. Yeah. Like this is the one thing that they're okay with it. Chinese spy balloon. Well ah! It you know, is it it it's exactly it what it is is a Chinese spy uh,
1: like? So Biff, to answer your question, if you really want to know the answer to your question and it's not a rhetorical question, Biff, I am happy to have my dad on because my dad I asked that question. Yeah. Uh buckle in. <laughs> you
2: know, uh, the reason why I say that is because I think that if they were going over certain protective, you know, these certain areas that of concern, I think the uh, you know the reaction would have been different. Is my is what I'm saying, right? It's I think it's that because it is a air balloon, and they could track it, and they don't have to go through real whatever to you know, uh, essentially make sure it doesn't go anywhere bad. It's it's very different than say, like a, a man's spot, you know, a spy plane. Right? No,
1: no, but. Right? But, but, as as far as what can you see that you can't see with satellite and stuff like that, uh, my dad may or may not have had government clearance that got yeah. me pulled out of school in the seventh grade and questioned yeah. by the men in black. Okay. um he 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 still is like, you know, a renowned yeah. physicist, and he's worked on projects that it wasn't until he hit like the mid late seventies when he, he wouldn't retire and he's still working on it and he couldn't talk about it, but right. he got to the point where watching well, the Patriots game and where maybe that fourth beer in, and he would turn to me. The, the first part of the conversation started in his head. Oh, so then what we did? It's like oh, okay. It's like mm-hmm. oh, and and he's told me stuff that I shouldn't know, and, <laughs> and, and and but there is a reason why they are have those, and and what they can do that satellites can't. That my dad really broke yeah. down. Uh, at the same time, you know, of course he's not, you know, he's not a big you know Biden fan. You know, it's like he used to be a Democrat until like you know, ah, uh, you know, a, a, a former Democrat. Anyways, but he was talking about yeah all the all the all the bullshit about you got to shoot it down and he was saying the same thing before i heard it on the news it's like a you don't know what the fuck is in there you know what i mean two there's no way of knowing it's like yeah pop a balloon you know at a party and see you know and tell me which wall is going to hit or not going to hit you know what i mean it's one of those also
0: a balloon with a satellite attached right or or some machinery that will go down
1: well that's what that's what he's saying you have no idea where it's going oh if we pop it on this side it will fall that way no you're not chopping a fucking tree down in the forest and then he said the other thing is like you know because this is his wheelhouse radar was his thing radar laser tracking like that you know and 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 he was a spy versus spy it's like oh they came out with this this is what we're coming out with to neutralize this and as we neutralize this, this is what we're going to go forward with on our side. That was his job for 50 years. Yeah. And so he was saying that. He goes, any of the stuff that they've transmitted out of there, we know. We know exactly. And, and he said, he goes, and it's now funny. A week later, I heard a program today on NPR saying what my dad told me a week ago. It's like yeah. somebody who was a former Pentagon you know, official was saying, the longer we didn't shoot it down, the more shit we knew about what they know and how they know it. And, and it's like, the, 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 yeah, if we shut it down, we, 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 we reverse engineer it, we find out a lot of shit. But being able to track it in real time, and, and the guy on the radio didn't say it for sure, but he kind of alluded to it. It's like, well, one of the reasons we didn't shoot the other three down it's because we didn't want to. We didn't want them to know that we knew they were doing this because we knew everything. It was tracking back to them, and 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 their real time data. You know, we had it when they had it, so we knew. And so that and that's everything that my dad was saying. It's like you can one hundred percent jam everything going out. You know, everything that they've already sent. You know, it's like yeah, it'd be interesting to see. You know what, where they are AI wise as far as it's like its flight navigation and have they made by reversing engineering at that point he was but my dad who again not a big biden fan was 100 it's like no you don't fucking shoot it down now you should have shot it down he was mad yeah. if you were gonna shoot it down you shoot it down before it got into alaska airspace
2: right 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 That
1: that's where my dad said you should have shot it down but my dad's like there's a really good chance they didn't yeah. want to right there's yeah. a way well, hey, what do they know? Where is this balloon yeah. going? Do they know where these silos are? Do they know where these other sites are? Let's keep the sh- let's shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. And
1: figure out what they know, and that and that's again coming from my dad. And then They're playing
0: possum, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, and so my dad was – you know, so I, I gave it the absolute and – and my dad's great. He can yeah. dumb things down for me in a way that I can understand. This guy who truly yeah. Yeah. is, is – and, and you guys know his protege, uh, Ross, former guest, who's uh, another rocket scientist yeah. from Harvard. A few years ago, they decided we solved this math problem 30 years ago, but my dad woke up one night, Biff, and he didn't like how they solved it. And he spent two days digging through the attic, get the old one. <laughs> he called Ross. He's like, do you want to work on this project? Well, when they started working on it in the mid eighties as a, as a side project or whatever, they solved it and they solved it correctly. But my dad right. thought there's an easier way. Computing has gotten better and there's software is right. to help crunch certain numbers. Yes. So they get that software. My dad realizes a problem in the software writes a patch, (laughs) calls the company and says, hey, your software was supposed to do this. It didn't. Here's the patch to fix it. And the company was like, Oh, uh, what, what, what do we owe you from that? It's like, make sure you don't send out a next software, you know, get your shit together. Cause people are depending on this click. That's my dad. You know, And, and my mom, on the other hand is like, Hey, asshole, yeah. <laughs> yeah. people get paid yeah. to do that, do that shit. I cannot tell you how many times that's happened where my dad's done something and my mom's like, Oh yeah. You know, the people who used to work for you who still call you and ask for help live in much bigger houses than us, but he's a science for science guy. But, anyways, I, I you know, because you know a lot of Caltech guys. Um, uh, I, I, before we get to Japanese stories, and I don't know if you have one, Biff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. so I do, but yeah, do, there was a comical theft in England last week. I'm stealing the headline, England's uh, oh. Extravagant, I even, it's, Extrav- egg, extravagant, egg, extravagant thief! Somebody stole a Kinder Egg semi truck with two hundred thousand Cadbury cream eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a, look, I'm not pointing fingers. Uh, Biff, where were you last Tuesday afternoon around <laughs> How great is that? That the guy—it was one of those things from a movie. They stopped the truck on a highway took the driver out yeah. and thought they were going to be able to get away. What do, what's the street value and whales? on, honey, on, on? How do you unload 200,000 cabbage? I mean, to,
2: to be fair, like, didn't somebody hijack um, a maple syrup truck in Quebec or something like that? So, <laughs> right?
1: But, yeah, but that was a bet. <laughs> that, you know, that actually it was the Canadian reboot of uh, Smokey and the Bandit. They, uh-huh. You know, it, it was their Coors Light, you know, thing. No, it's funny because management a few years ago it's one of her fun running jokes uh, you know i started a new diet how's it going not good i had eggs for breakfast oh scrambled fried cadbury <laughs> anyways but yeah. uh so in japan this uh, yeah. last week
2: yeah you uh, said that thing. Yeah. yeah
1: did you look that up i
2: uh, you know what it's kind of i it, i i re- so i looked it up uh in my source language and the guy is a known guy, it seems like, but that particular incident didn't seem to really cause too much of a blip in terms of. So it might be one of those things where, hey, somebody just picked it up and said, hey, it's a slow news day. We just, you know, nobody's gonna, you know, we've already okay. checked this.
1: You know, you, you want to bring you want to bring Joe up to speed and also Tommy about what we're talking about.
2: I, I think all I can remember is that like there's this there's like this uh, Yale a uh, uh, professor who is who happens to be a Japanese national, and I guess he was talking about the just just you know emerging. You know, problem in Japan—not well, just Japan, but everywhere. But in Japan, it's really, really uh, uh, you know kind of a uh, pronounced where you have this aging population, right? And so he basically, uh, I guess, uh, somewhere alleged that you should just uh, uh, so you know, really the solution is for these you know um, elderly people to kill themselves, uh, including you know performing you know ritualistic you know you know seppuku, which is basically the people, people here as harakiri, it's the same thing, right? It's basically you know disemboweling yourself and all that stuff and so apparently blah 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 and this, this hit a nerve and it's like yeah whatever but you know it's kind of thing I didn't see much of it so I don't know what the deal is so
1: yeah okay because yeah I, I I had heard the story Joe and it's like, oh Yale professor, all-star Tommy <laughs> suggesting old Japanese people kill themselves in order to yeah. keep their entitlement programs going. Yeah. Ah, this is this is gonna make for a fun conversation friday night <laughs> you, know, you know uh yeah we, you know mr safety school and biff it was it was cross-pollinating um yeah. so this is that that was a cry you know um uh, you know I, I i didn't give joe a heads up on doing a self-indulgent theater i don't know if you wanted to yeah you know, i'll just play an old one unless you unless you've been while unpacking limitless boxes you've come up with a a a self-indulgent theater that you want to throw on us unprepared.
0: No, I don't have anything planned. Uh, if you have a if you have a, re- a request in the next ten seconds, <laughs> five, eight, seven, six, five.
1: Paul, into doing the Gettysburg Address. <laughs> four score and seven years
0: ago, <laughs> our forefathers brought to us a new nation. I wish they, uh, Four fathers oh, sounds like a party to me <laughs>
1: oh my god! Not a, eye eye right not a dry eye in the house not a dry eye in the house uh could have used it on the box <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can
0: he, can just he, the way charlie wrote it you, you, know. <laughs> uh, you
1: fool uh video
0: of the people most of the time most of the people some of the time but you can't fool all the people all the time well you keep saying it wrong <laughs> Last quote I got was that you pull all the people all the time, like, you
1: know. Uh, maybe you and Martha should go to the theater.
0: Yeah, uh, how, how about a play? <laughs> There's, and, th- and that That's is a firm, for a new hard thing that we're doing.
1: Audience of one. Um, audience of two. Uh, so, so I, no, no video game use on my end, except the fact I did buy, um, Took the, took the boys to Blaze Pizza on the way to Jiu-Jitsu the other day. And as a surprise, while they were waiting for the pizza, I, I walked it was inside the mall. I went to GameStop. And I bought the oldest one, uh Gotham Knights. Okay. Which, which I haven't played. I, I don't want to play it unless there might be a situation coming up where management has to go to Chicago for a week and then it's like I mean, because you know she works so much and stuff like that we don't have a lot of time the boys have a thousand things right. going on i don't want to get into a game like that unless you i can take a weekend time yeah <laughs> I, I you know i you know i can take 12 14 hours on on a saturday and a sunday and really kind of enjoy it and get into it without taking without you know you know completely abandoning my wife and children but but joe look he has his priority straight. I don't has it been a solid week you've been in the new place? About a week, yeah. About a week. What did you get done this week, Joe? What do you get done today?
0: Oh this afternoon I uh I rushed home from work and I started you know what
1: Run I, home Charlie, run home as fast right. as you can <laughs>
0: No, I, I, I decided, you know what, I do have the crate of retro video game consoles Ooh. in my basement because I knew that at some point I was going to try to reassemble my gaming habitat, my retro gaming habitat. So, yeah, I started to unbubble wrap all of the old Nintendos and Segas and all that stuff. And, um, yeah, it's now it's, it's in a section. It's kind of laid out. I have, a, oh. I have an idea. And I, I'm not so regretting giving away that TV. because you know a i could still use it b even though my mother has a similarly sized retro like old tv (laughs) the sony turnitron it's 32 inches it's a hundred pounds yeah and i don't have movers i have me now it's like okay if i want that i gotta lug at my ass like i gotta lug at my own
1: well, yeah, you, oh. you 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 got me. You got to take me to Chipotle's again. Oh, by the way, <laughs> a, a little sidebar: the Chipotle, oh. the Chipotle that, that Joe and I went to. What was what, what what was the what was the established landmark that is now Everett folklore, Joe?
0: Well, it's not Everett; it's of Massachusetts. How dare you? Yeah, uh, how, how dare I give out facts? <laughs> so it's right next door to the Dunkin' Donuts drive-through. That was featured in the Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts Super Bowl ad with Jennifer. Oh, no. yeah, where he's like he's, he's at the drive-through and you know people are like surprised to see him, and then Jennifer Lopez comes up. The yeah, end. that was a
2: the, yeah that 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 ad wasn't bad. Yeah, it was a cute which
1: which segues straight into our next item, right? One hundred. You see what I did there, man? I'm getting good at this. Uh, but no, it's fun because when we were walking, like that that Dunkin' Donuts has been there like since my mom, you know, called that neighborhood home, and it's like, oh, that's where it was. Anyways, yeah. Uh, I did not, you know. And look,
0: that one. There are many Dunkin' Donuts drive-throughs, in
1: you know, well, there's that one with that kid selling fireworks. Um, but but uh but uh, you know of course I did not watch the Super Bowl um I, and the and management really was excited about Rihanna and she did tape it and 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 by the time it caught up I saw a third of the commercials kind of in real time but like a half hour late did you guys watch the Super Bowl thoughts on the Super Bowl and commercials
0: well you know there's no we 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 don't need to talk about the game. I, I, um, I saw I saw up to the fourth quarter, <laughs> yeah. and then I, I just zonked out. And of course, the fourth quarter is where all the action was. You know, it, was it was all right, but I mean, you know, it was kind of a
2: not. Well, it was a fine finish, but it was one of those, yeah, whatever. But you know what? Did you see the uh, uh, workday commercial with uh, with the all those uh, uh, Paul and- Stanley, Joe yeah. Jet, Ozzy Osbourne, Billy Idol? Hello, I'm Oswald. Yeah, I'm Oswald. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, basically it was the the work was the, the work a day. So that's the product that I work on. So, oh. so ba- oh. I actually so I actually knew about it before the game on Friday at our big, you know, team meeting I said, "Hey, if you guys are watching the big game, you know, and you don't want to spoil it, don't do it, but you know, the Workday ad is great." That's
1: awesome. Uh, you know, man. it's great
2: and, you know, uh if you if you, you know, if you're not going to watch the game, go check it out on YouTube and you know. It was a
0: great hit. I mean yeah so the work they had was basically the premise was that Paul Stanley was <laughs> yeah. pleading with do, do we want to give away the premise yeah you? yeah
1: He's dude it's a week past.
0: yeah so, so Paul Stanley's at, a, at like a rock concert, yeah. and yeah. he turns to, you know his backs to the camera to the face in the crowd and then he turns around to the camera and he goes yeah hey uh, corporate business guys who keep calling themselves rock stars, rock stars and, yeah um, you, stop. Because you're not yeah, a rock star, yeah. and then it cuts to like you know, uh, was it, uh, was it uh, Joan Jett, right? Uh, there was rock, yeah, like Joan and goes, oh, I
2: did blah, but blah blah, and then you know, you know, I, you know, Billy Idol goes, I destroyed 1,600
0: hotel rooms, you know. they, they talk about you know, Sorry, you know I, Oswald, I, yeah, uh, yeah, Oswald, Osborne, Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne, yeah, yeah, Ozzy Osbourne's like, you know, I did my fair share sure. of um, bad still- things and your and share of that
1: thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> um management you know saw the one still that they released of ben stiller yeah. as sue yeah. lander and yeah. then and then to parody the gas station fight thing which yeah. is eh, it's her top five moment in in in, in movie history she lives up oh, somebody she she lives for that um and so, then yeah. and then uh steve martin yeah. doing the commercial
0: great yeah you know? yeah, the, yeah the, there's the, a lot of like retro, actor, 90s yeah. like it's kind of like, hey, I remember that. I remember that. I remember you. And, you Silverstone, Clueless, yeah.
1: But, but it was great. Uh, uh, I, because I just watched Breaking Bad, like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. that commercial for me, it's like I wouldn't have got it. So, so my timing was that was great. Just in time. Just in time. So, yeah, I already covered that. So uh, I will say Monday I did a couple open mics after the Super Bowl, and a couple people, their whole sets were about it. So what little I know is I guess the, the turf was really bad. Yeah. I guess there was a lot of slipping and sliding, and people are like, you know, this is
2: I mean, was basically paint. they painted on the turf, and then people are slipping on the paint. Right, especially yeah.
0: the Eagles. Right. Like the Eagles yeah. weren't as prepared as the Chiefs yeah. were.
1: And then I guess, and and one guy, you know, he I, I didn't see the game, so I have no opinion on this. Says, oh. The end of the game is coming up. It's the last few minutes, and their biggest advertiser is Allstate, and their big spokesperson is Behold, and he gets a gift of a phantom hold that – takes them from having to punt the ball to giving them a new first down and they go, that was a a bad call that that, well, it was a bad call at the end of a game that a lot of people also,
0: some people consider it a makeup call.
1: Right. So, 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 so there was that. And yeah, I don't miss, you know, that I didn't see it. Uh, you guys watching anything new, any, any new recommendations
2: just waiting for the Mandalorian. Uh,
1: I started watching shrinking on Apple TV plus, uh, with Harrison Ford. And, um, Oh, and who who started, oh, God, I see him, really tall guy, was in all those, uh, March. no, no, if I say his name, Not a driver. no, 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 From like 20 years ago it was big, like tall guy, um, Oh, he was on Freaks and Geeks. He was one of the guys who broke out of Freaks and Geeks. Jason oh, Segal. Uh, Segal.
0: Yeah. yeah. Jason Segal.
1: And it's his show, and it's funny because I saw him on an interview. Like, like they pick up the show, they love it. They're like, "Well, what's your wish list? Who would you like for this?" He's like, "Oh, I don't know." I was like, "Maybe Harrison Ford." And they're like, "Okay, we're asking him." He's like, "Okay." But he said yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and Harrison Ford is great. It's called Shrinking. Um, it's on Apple TV Plus. Uh, highly recommend. Uh, okay, wrapping it up parenting tips what what do you boys got
0: i i I got nothing what you got joe Uh, i i forgot i forgot what my in the move i lost my kids (laughs) i don't know where they are so anybody out there who's within earshot and then knows where they so
1: here's my here's here's my two parenting tips i'll make up for you guys because i'm twice the parents of both you uh it's a it's february vacation and I have the boys signed up for so much shit, they can't wait for school to start. Are they
0: so, also doing the national grid survey? Yeah, you know, <laughs>
1: oh my god! If, if the fucking mustache would not keep falling off the little guy, we could pull it off. But no, I, I seriously, it's like we found out again. City of Lowell is awesome. Um, they are running a lifeguard camp that is a, a real thing. It's like an hour on Saturday, ten hours on Monday, seven hours of rest. But it comes with Uh, full CPR certification, full first aid certification, and if you pass the course, you can get a job at the city pool for sixteen bucks an hour this summer. And if you don't pass on Friday, you can come back on Saturday and and retake the test again because you really want that. So, my my oldest guy is looking forward to it, but it's not. But he's going to be he, he's going to feel like he helped Joe move out of the museum by the end of next week. So my parenting tip is, you know what? Make them make them not look forward to vacation by scheduling. The shit out of them, so that they look forward to going. That they, they, they see school as a haven, uh, and that's my, that's my parenting. Right. That's my parenting. Well,
0: we'll let, I'll let you guys wrap it up. But I gotta go. All right, Biff. I banish you. You are no longer allowed to be on this particular broadcast of the Carnival Personnel Podcast. He can't even hear me anymore. Oh man, this is like, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's kind of liberating. You know, Jacques's not talking and Biff isn't listening. And... Hey, I'm just kind of here on my own. Man, you know, I, get, I can just sort of just say what I want. You know, this is, now you can get the real Joe, man. You can get like unfiltered Joe, you know, like, like an unfiltered camel cigarette. Who, by the way, is our sponsor this week. Camel cigarettes. <laughs> Remember a cigarette commercials? Well, I'm bringing them back. Camel unfiltered. Yeah, brought to you by Joe unfiltered. Oh, yes. You're in Joe country now. Um, let's go to the phones. Uh, line seven, we have uh, Jerry in Montana. Jerry, you have a, you have a beef with, um, with a certain race of people. Go ahead, I'll let you talk. Oh my, no, I no, no, Jerry, I do not agree. And if my listeners could hear what you just said, you would be in a world of shit, and I am. I'm sorry, I had to use that language here. Everybody. You know what? Let's take a commercial break. Let's go to our um, let's go to our fine sponsors this week again. Camel unfiltered, Camel cigarettes. You know, for uh, for for children, really? Wow, who knew? They're branching out. Um, I guess you can, I guess, you know, cigarette ads are, avail- are uh, uh, available on podcasts. Now, at least this podcast. I assume, it's, by the way, I assume it's a real, like they promised they were going to, you know, send me money to do the this read. I got it from a like a, a Chinese spy balloon. I like the term Chinese spy balloon. Everybody's saying Chinese spy balloon. Uh, anyways. Uh, uh, Tune in next week, where our sponsor will be a Chinese fiber. <laughs> um, and on that note, don't forget. <laughs>